0: Hello and welcome to the Belmont Journal, your source for hyperlocal news and community updates. I'm Mike Crowley, your host this week. The organizers for Belmont Porch Fest are looking for your feedback as they plan next year's event. You can find their survey at surveymonkey.com/r/porchfest2018. The Belmont Journal went live Tuesday night to make sure that you had information as soon as it was available on the ballot question for the debt exclusion for the new school. Here are the results uh, as they were read by Ellen O'Brien Cushman uh, the town clerk and right after we'll have a discussion with Joanna Juvelis about uh, uh, those results.
1: I'm on 17,737 voters. Today was a great day, 12,833 voters turned out, which is 72.35%. No, not a record, but really great. Um, question four, I've been asked to just give the results of question four. So for all eight precincts, uh, let's see, we have uh, the number of uncast, that's blank votes, 414. The number of yes votes, 9,467, which is equivalent to 76.23%. And the number of no, 2,952, which is equivalent of 23.77%.
0: Welcome to this week in the Citizen Herald, um, Belmont's online print and news source. And welcome back, Joanna Jubilis. Senior Multimedia Specialist with the Citizen Herald.
1: Call me whatever you want, Michael. <laughs> I will, and I do. I do. I consider myself a public servant to Belmont. <laughs> Excellent.
0: So in in terms of public service to Belmont, we have some results to discuss about question, question four on the ballot.
1: It's very exciting. The question four passed. Now, right. a lot of us p- had a feeling that it would pass, but we didn't. No, it would pass by such a wide margin, seventy-six percent.
0: That's right. I and 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 I, I actually was at the, the 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 party that the yes committee held, and I think I think everybody there was just stunned. Stunned at,
1: is the word. At how <laughs>
0: lopsided the, the the numbers were. I mean, it it, it was an over, overwhelming um, uh, f- four to one. Uh, th- three to one. Three to one. <laughs> Still good. Um, <laughs> Um, passage of of the debt exclusion, um, meaning that, um, you know, so many people in the town support the kids and the schools. It's a
1: testament to how much Belmont cares about its public school system. It it really is. And Bill Lavallo, chairman of the high school building committee, he was very excited and now he just hopes that uh, town meeting will pass the debt exclusion. He feels confident they will because the results were so so good
0: so so I'm sure there will be there'll be some discussion at town meeting but it would just be extremely unusual to have the electorate pass this debt exclusion by such a wide margin and for how, for town meeting to do anything mm-hmm. different than to endorse it
1: and he did say that once um, town meeting does pass it if they do pass it they have a meeting the morning of November 14th they're going to get right to work on the detailed design aspect
0: of right. this Okay. Any other election results that that are well? I thought noteworthy? you know it might
1: be overall vote, voter turnout was seventy three percent, which Ellen clerk, Ellen Cushman, our town clerk, said is is high. It's it, not the the most high it's ever been, but it's definitely high. It's good high. So very good voter turnout, steady flow throughout the day at mm-hmm. all the precincts. And I
0: think about one quarter of voters voted early as well, didn't they?
1: Right. Yeah. About thirty four hundred almost. Yeah, or or maybe it's thirty three. I'm not one hundred percent sure. Okay. But um, it might be worth noting that the race between Baker, Polito, and Gonzalez and Palfrey was was fairly close. Mm-hmm. Um, Baker and Polito won by f- it's a fourteen and a half percent more than Gonzalez and Palfrey. And we, Gonzalez we actually won precinct seven by twenty nine yeah, so, votes. So
0: <laughs> that's that's interesting. Um, any any other um, well, any, any other Questions on the ballot? That oh,
1: yes. Question, uh, okay, so we we voted, Belmont voted the same way uh, pretty much the rest of the state voted. Question one did not pass, so there will be no patient to nurse limits. Right. Um, question two passed. Some, somewhat symbolic. S- yep, question two passed, money in politics. Question three passed, so trans- transgender rights will remain. There will be no okay. discrimination. And question four... Um let's this see. Was the dead this had the <laughs> most nose in precinct two. Yeah, yeah, okay. Anyway, that had the most nose in precinct two and precinct eight. I thought that might be worth worth noting, but, but it was but, still a three to stil- one stil- overall stil- result. Still
0: overwhelming support. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Joanna. Well, thank you so much. You're welcome. And we'll talk to you next time. Welcome to this week in the Belmontonian, and welcome back, Franklin Tucker, editor of the Belmontonian, and we're happy to have you back. Thank you very much. So, um, following the successful vote on the new school, um, what's expected to take place now?
2: Well, it's it, the process uh, of building the school will now go, uh, be, go f- uh, into uh, motion, and it'll be a very quick pro- uh, pro- uh, pro- progress.
0: Well, well, so we need town meeting first to, to, um, um, in essence, a- approve the the debt that needs to be issued. That's we?
2: right, uh, and it will also be the first time that the uh, the amount of the debt will officially be uh, presented. We 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 do know that it's two hundred thirteen million dollars. Right. Um, uh, it's unlikely, almost impossible for the uh, town meeting to come out and uh, vote against uh, the popular vote. So what will happen now is that um, uh, the uh, designers will will begin to make the uh, uh, final uh, detailed designs for the school. This will take a few months. um, And by uh, June... 20th the the uh, the day after the school ends okay um or or whenever we have snow days Mm -hmm. um um, you'll see pylons starting to go in there and that will become a construction site and uh it's uh important that uh, the school is um going forward because they want to have a very quick timeline timeline the the ninth and twelfth grade school will be up in um uh, two years, and then the okay. seventh through eighth grade will be up in two years also. But that means to also do, do destruct uh, uh, leveling the uh, existing school.
0: So, so the project is going to move forward fairly quickly. Very fast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, that's all. That's all positive. So, um, let's talk for a moment about the incinerator site. Mm-hmm. So, Adam Dash told the warrant committee last night that the board of selectmen have narrowed the options down to 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 five for that site. Uh, among the, the, the more curious um, are an anaerobic digester. That, what, what do we know about that? Well, we don't know much,
2: okay. <laughs> and, and that's the reason why the uh, Board of Selectmen at their last meeting approved an eight thousand two hundred and fifty uh, dollar uh, feasibility study uh, for the site. Okay. there's many questions about this. Um, uh, well, well, basically, what it is, it, it, it generates um, uh, <laughs> it generates a, a gas. That can be used, and um, uh, what um, there's, there's many questions about how ma- how many trucks will come into onto the site, how the site will work, how big the site will be, and and there's also economy of scales. There's right. a lot of economics that we don't really know. Is the site big enough? It, sure. Will it be something that people that uh, companies will bid for, or will it be a, a white elephant? So that's why they want to do that. That's because there are really two plans that have uh, taken off. One is the uh, digester, uh-huh. and the other one is the skate park slash solar uh, array farm.
0: Now, now I understand that 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 one of the reasons why the digester is is seen as as a potential option um, is that that you know. I think there's a belief that there, that this could become a, a significant revenue source for the town.
2: Again, those are something that, that the feasibility study will find out. You know, okay. is it, uh, again, is it big enough? Is, does, it, does it have the economy of scales? And, that, and that's something that um, uh, we will find out before. Um, they, they hope that this will be done very quickly and, and have something by the beginning or, or the end of this year. Right. And, and so they can move forward with the capping of the site.
0: Okay, so we'll know more about that soon. And um, thanks so much. Thank you. We'll see you next time. Thanks. We have Anne-Marie Mahoney, who is the chair of the DPW and Police Building Committee, here with us today to talk about what we can expect next in terms of doing some of the repair work to these buildings that Town Meeting has approved. Welcome, Anne-Marie.
3: Thank you. Very nice to be here.
0: So, so what is happening at, at this point uh, with, the bu- with the building committee?
3: Sure. Uh, we're very excited. We mm-hmm. have worked very quickly and very creatively with our architect and with the DPW and police and our building committee. And right now we're in the process of creating construction drawings and documents okay. for both facilities. So the building committee has approved a plan for both, okay. which everybody's happy with. And our goal is to go out to bid in February on both of those projects.
0: And, and when when might we expect work to actually begin?
3: Again, our goal is that work on the DPW will start in spring okay. as soon as we possibly can after mm-hmm. we award the bids, because ideally we get the work done on the DPW before deep winter of 2019-20. Right. Okay. Because... The DPW will be occupied during the work, and so those guys need to be able to move around with their snowplows and everything sure. once the bad weather sets in.
0: And, and work um, on, the, on the police station will begin about the same time, won't it?
3: Probably, yes, but that's going to be a longer process because it's a much bigger sure. project. It's addition and renovation. As is the DPW, but on a much larger scale.
0: Now, now the, the police department will have to be relocating during the work, right?
3: Yes. We anticipate that the work will take 10 to 12 months. And so it actually will speed up the process and make it a little safer if we can relocate those employees. So the plan right now is to put them in the town hall, much in the same way that when the Homer building was renovated, those offices... Came into the town hall, utilizing the auditorium okay. and maybe one or two conference rooms.
0: All right, so so things will get a little bit crowded.
3: It'll be a little <laughs> cramped, but we hope for less than a year.
0: Okay, and then um, the, the the current communications facility. Um, Um, that won't be moving into the town hall, right?
3: No, the dispatch, the 911, Mm -hmm. we're going to put in a rented trailer right in front of the existing police station. Okay, That way we can run all the wires and everything that they need technologically Literally out a window and into the trailer, and, and they could stay right there without any disruption.
0: Okay, and and so it's 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 planned that that because of the sighting and the relocation, there should be minimal disruption to traffic and whatnot through oh, Belmont yes. Center.
3: Oh yes, I think so. Yes, we'll try to locate that trailer so that we don't even impinge on any parking.
0: Well, this certainly sounds positive. I know that that that. You know, I, I've I've gone on a tour of the DPW facility. I, I know that that, that the, the fixes that are planned to those facilities are desperately needed. Absolutely. And um, of course the, the police department they're they're just um, they haven't got enough space. They the, the the existing facility is inadequate and so I know that, that they and, and, and other folks in town are also looking forward to that work.
3: Yes, we're very happy. I think our plan, people will be pleased with It's very creative. Our architect has been really ingenious in how he's made this work. And we've managed to make that building now accessible. We got the elevator. We have a second set of stairs. Mm -hmm. We have safe lockup. We have locker room facilities that are equitable for both males and females safe sallyport for bringing prisoners in, we think it's going to be a huge improvement.
0: And and so, um, just again, um, in terms of when these projects will be completed, DPW um, likely will be completed?
3: Um, Ideally, the end of 1919. Okay. And police, perhaps more like uh, spring into summer of 2020.
0: Okay, so so not in the too distant future. Pretty
3: fast when you think about it. Okay. Yes.
0: Well, so I know everyone is looking forward to this, and and thank you so much for, for talking with Happy us. You're welcome. Happy to be here. Okay, thank you, Anne-Marie. Thank you. The recent fire in Belmont Center caused a number of businesses to temporarily close or relocate. Among them was Leon & Company, um, a hairdresser, Um, Leon and Company has found a temporary home at the site of the former foodies in Belmont Center and we have some video for you.
4: You know, first the fire was, of course, uh, was shocking and, uh, you know, who who is expecting a fire? Then afterwards, reality sets in. We have no salon. Uh, We have no house to live in, (laughs) so you have to start thinking the reality. First was uh, the salon, because I have staff whom I'm responsible to. Uh, I want to be sure that they're doing fine. And second, the clients. Well, knowing that, I guess was lucky for us, knowing that this was available, I spoke with Kevin, Kevin Foley, And uh, he was very cooperating in uh, allowing us to rent this space for a few months. Hi, welcome to the temporary place for Leon and Company and come over and show you around. So the um, current area is basically six double stations where we have um, stylists facing each other. So we have the capacity of 12 stylists that can work here at the same time. And over to the left here, um, this is our washing room. The first one, it has two sinks. um, And right next to it, there is the second one that also has two sinks.
5: I love it and I have to make do with what I have right now. I'm happy that the space was available and we were able to get in and uh, stay here probably for five, maybe even six months. But then I'm looking forward to go back to where we were before. It's gonna be brand new, it's gonna be nice. Our clients deserve it they deserve a brand new place and a beautiful place so i'm very very happy and for the time being this will do this is fine you know
1: everybody seems pretty positive i'm surprised how quickly we got
0: in here and um yeah it's a cool trendy like
6: little pop-up salon i think it's kind of loft style industrial
0: Now it's time for our community calendar with Jane Peters. Jane talks about all of the interesting things happening in Belmont this week.
5: Hello everyone, this is your community calendar for next week. Join the Belmont Garden Club in their November meeting and program on Holiday Sparkle, presented by Elaine DiGiovanni and Linda Ladd. Refreshments will be served at 10, with a brief meeting at 10.30. The program will begin at 10.45. Learn more about this program on the Garden Club's website. Visit the library on Wednesday at 3 for our harvest craft with children's librarians. This craft will teach you how to make potato stamps to create fun pieces of art. Check the library's website for more information and to see all events at the library this week. November is a great time to have fun with how seeds disperse and travel. In Habitat's Parachutes and Ladders program, everyone will get to make their own parachute, Find an elevated space to release them, and monitor their distance and speed as they find their landing spot. Register for this program and see a full list of habitat programs at massautobahn.org. Learn the basics of embroidery and a few more complex stitches with Belmont resident Daniela Sermonati on Thursday or Friday at 10.30 a.m. Start by learning how to transfer an image to fabric, and then let your imagination fly through colors, textures, threads, and more. No previous experience required. Learn more and save your seat by emailing Daniela. Belmont's Veteran Services presents a documentary film, The Devil Dogs, on Thursday at 7 p.m. at the Belmont Town Hall. This French documentary with English subtitles features the work of World War I historian Gilles Logan. Who has dedicated his life to connecting with American descendants of soldiers who fought in World War I. Major Edward B. Cole, commander of the 6th Machine Gun Battalion of the U.S. Marines 4th Brigade, was mortally wounded at the Battle of Bellew Wood. This film will be introduced by Carolyn Kingston, granddaughter to Major Cole, who has devoted time to researching and promoting the life of her grandfather. Do you enjoy knitting? Drop into the library's knitting group on Fridays between 12.30 and 2.30 in the Flat Room. Bring along your knitting, crochet, weaving, or other portable crafts, and work among others. This social group enjoys taking a few hours to relax and work with yarn, and are happy to help you with any troubles you have with your current project. The Gallery of Art seeks small works for their small works holiday show and sale. A variety of media are accepted. Hanging works are not to exceed 20 inches in any direction. The gallery charges a small fee and commission for artists. If you are interested in showing your work, send an email with images and information to BGA director Rebecca Richards. Deadline to submit is November 27th. And that's it for this week. If you'd like your event featured in Belmont Journal's community calendar, you can email your info to jane at belmontmedia.org.
0: More than 700 Belmont students participated in the Foundation for Belmont Education Spelling Bee on November 3rd held at the Chenery Middle School. Let's see if you would be able to spell some of this year's winning words.
5: Team 2 the clueless coyotes, great shirts. We then have team 3 the misspellers. Good fan base.
4: Okay, get ready. Schism. A schism is a separation or split within a group or organization. Hold up those boards. The spelling is S-C-H-I-S-M.
0: Our Speak Out Belmont segment is an opportunity for community members like you to have your voice heard on things that are important to you. If you'd like to participate, please contact Frederic Rigolo, our producer at fred.belmontmedia.org. In the meantime, our uh, Belmont Media Center Executive Director, Jeff
6: Hansel, has something to say. Hi, I'm Jeff Hansel, the Executive Director of the Belmont Media Center, and I'm here today to ask you to help save community media here in Belmont, but also across the country. The Federal Communications Commission has proposed a new rule that, if adopted, would effectively reduce or eliminate the franchise fees paid to our community that fund the operations, equipment, facilities, and classes For the Belmont Media Center, but for every other community TV station across the country. Fortunately, Senators Ed Markey and Elizabeth Warren have sent a letter to the FCC opposing this rule. But the FCC needs to hear from you too, the Belmont residents, organizations, and local leaders. How can you file your comments to the FCC? Well, we've tried to make it as easy as possible for you. It'll take you maybe two or three minutes. First, go to our website, belmontmedia.org, and look for the FCC Action Alert page. There you can read more about it. But you can also find some sample comments that you can use to base your own comments upon. But if you're a producer, if you're a member of a town committee, or if one of your children has participated in a class here, you'll have your own story to tell. In any case, take a look at that and get some more information. Then click on the link to the FCC site, and there you can file your own comments. If you need more help, click on the link below to our YouTube video that explains quite easily how you can file your comments to the FCC. Again, it takes only two or three minutes maximum, and your comments will not only help preserve free speech and community media here in Belmont, but across the country. Thank you. Well that's
0: all for now and I hope to see you next time.